solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Chapter Twenty Seven. The Centaur and the Sneak. Welcome to another episode. I'm Molly. And I'm Alex. And, and this, this is Potter Watch. It's chapter 27. Yep. Sure is chapter 27, which is an originally titled... The Centaur and the, the sneak. 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 I said sneak. I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I think I talked over you, so... <laughs> At least you said the right name. Um, what did you rename it? Malls? Dumbledore's Flight. Accurate, but not that creative. <laughs> Mine is Dumbledore's Deception. Ooh. Very similar. Big Daddy D on the brain. Yeah. Um, do you want to sum up why Big Daddy D is on the brain in a 575? 575? Sure, I can give it a go. <laughs> Frenzy Reads the Stars. I peeked at that line. I'm just going to put that out there. Okay, so Forenzi reads the stars, Marietta's head reads sneak, Big D reads the room. No, your eye is great. <laughs> um, our haikus are basically the exact same lines written differently. Um, Forenzi takes over, a sneak is caught and punished. Daddy D saves the day. <laughs> nice. Nice, nice. Oh, that's too many. That's why I said Big D. Big. Big D saves the day. Yeah. Big D saves the day. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Big Daddy's just too much. Too much. Big Daddy is too much. A quote from Molly Wilson. <laughs> we'll get it on a shirt. Along with our Daphne Greengrass shirts in the mail. Oh, I, uh, there's a Pansy mention. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That yes. was it. Pansy and Draco. And then it's assumed that <laughs> Daphne Greengrass is... Oh, do you want her to be in the Inquisitorial Squad? I think she is in the Inquisitorial Squad. It's her sister that is known to be against the family oh. values. Okay, because you were upset when she was in the giggling group making no. fun of Cho. Oh, I was disappointed in her, but I believe that she was in that group. But, like, not snickering. I believe you said specifically. I've, I, well, I was probably... There's some reading between the lines there. <laughs> I'm, I'll have to go back and listen. I really have no recollection of this conversation. I'm sure you're correct. But as you all know, I say something and forget, except for the evidence that states that Daphne Greengrass is a member of these books. I only remember it because I just edited it on Friday. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Let's dive dive into the pensive. Indeed. Um first up, kinda disappointed Hermione. She refers to Frenzy as a horse. She says, I don't really like horses. <laughs> and I'm just surprised at Hermione. She's like the house elf defender, but then like makes this faux pas. Come on. She's not a horse girl. I just... <laughs> and then Lavender is the one that's, like, politically correct. Yeah. 
Hermione, you know you've done wrong when lavender is your moral upper ground. And then Hermione doesn't even, like, she just, like, rolls her eyes about it. She's like, either way, whatever. Yeah, that's a weird choice for Hermione, for sure. I don't like horses. What kind of stance <laughs> is that, Hermione? Um, I have a quick cue about Pavardi twirling her eyelashes on the end of her wand. Mm-hmm. How thick is her wand? Like, how thin is it? Because, like, I couldn't curl my eyelashes. I tried this, by the way, with my wand at home. I think you could do it. It's just weird. But I also think you're doing it, like, with your wand, like, magically. Like, you don't have to actually put it up against it. Could I think we she's... read that? Because it looks, it sounded to me like she was, cur- like, er- Oh, yeah, curling her eyelashes around her wand. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, that's a hard sell for me, JK. I, She's probably got some, like, gorgeous thick eyelashes. I'm sure, but, like, my eyelashes aren't necessarily thin, and I was struggling. I just love magic in these moments. It's so cool when they, like, open the door and, like, there's a forest in a classroom. Yes, me too. Cool magic moment. Very cool. Um, I think it's very sad that Ferenz was banished. Yeah. Rough. And, like, roughly. Bane. Like, also, let him live his life, Bane. Why do you care? Oh my god. These kind of plot Like, lines. you'd rather kill him than, like, let him be? Yes. Independent? Like, these kind of, like... That's worse than humans, Bane. Well, that whole... Or about Par. <laughs> <laughs> that whole argument for... Any kind of, like rebellious people or, like, people working against the man and then, like, somebody else wants to be free from that kind of rebellion and then that rebellion reacts to try to entrap them more. It's, I, I think it's a compelling plot because it happens frequently in real life, but it does piss me off because I'm like, you are the same kind of evil in a different mask. That was very dramatic. I'm sorry. I'm also breaking up my speech because I'm eating a Snickers. But you don't even like chocolate. What's happening? (laughs) I like Snickers because they have something in them. I like, like, Milky Ways and Snickers and Reese's because they're more other things. Well, Reese's is its own thing. They're number one. They are number one. In America's heart. Should be in everyone's heart, honestly. Also, Jim Dale says forensy about 25 times. I know. Which is definitely why I say it the way I say it. 100%. Take that, haters. Yikes about that breeding comment. Dean. Who is it? It was a... a Someone innocent mistake. It was a flub. I feel like they should know more about centaurs at this point in their, like, education. (laughs) I mean, I made this comparison the first time we started talking about centaurs, but I really think it's a similar comparison to, like, how Native people are treated in um, cultures that have, like, a um, a government that works separately. But they learn about all those goddamn goblins in Ben's class. Yeah, but goblins still work with, 
wizards. Like I they're put them still in the same category, but they're but like independent. They're independent, but goblins still work with um with wizards, and their culture is still like they have like a more you see them work based relationship. So you see, so wizards see them more. So there needs to be an education of who they are. Yeah. Whereas centaurs as we see with friends are specifically anti-wizard and their culture is to not work with them at all. Right. That's a good point. But they do live like right there. <laughs> like Next to Hogwarts, but yeah. not next to like... But that's what I mean. Like I feel like in their education, like they should be learning more about like centaurs and like people and like... But like we should also be learning more about like Native Americans and we don't know anything. Sure. Really. Like we're not... Ed- we're really educated. I'm not educated. saying that. I put Hogwarts on a better... Pedestal, pedestal than American, than American education, system. education system. Um, I mean, you don't consider a paper boat um, race on Columbus Day like an education of uh, Native American culture? No. Thanksgiving's just around the corner, y'all. Can't wait to see all of those kids make those headpieces out of colored paper. Yikes. I think it's gotten a little bit better. I hope so. Well, especially in this we area. Because definitely like made those in elementary school. Columbus Day to, like, Indigenous People Day. Oh, like, yeah. That was nice. Um, yeah, no. I know I did that in, in elementary school, too. But I think that there's more. At least in our more our, urban area. Our <laughs> bubble of an area. But I just want to say one thing about that paper. Or that it was like a milk carton race. I was in. Okay, it was I'm down ready. to the last I'm two ready. people, me and this guy, mm-hmm. and they just had a fan, and then like whichever one gets to the mm-hmm. end first, pretty cut and dry. Well, we did it, and like his didn't move at all, and so I won, and they were like, "Oh no, that doesn't count because like his didn't go at all." So they redid it. And then, like, mine just, like, stopped halfway through, and he won. And he got in the newspaper, and I was standing there, like, sad on the newspaper front. You know, this is front page of the newspaper stuff. Um, not front page, but, like, page five. I hope you keep this in. It's so, I'm not going so to, funny. But I'm so upset, and my mom will back me up on this, because she was there. So, did yours stop halfway through, because... Um, I don't... It, it just, had already gone through once, so it was, like, wet. No, like, they reset it. Mm-hmm. His was still, like, their R's both were in the water. Like, it just, like, basically the same thing happened to me that happened to him the first round. But yeah, they restarted wh- it for him. Sexist. I just feel like that's why I'm so competitive. I don't think so. Because of that. Because of that one instance. And I'm really serious about, like, the rules. Like, I will never cheat in <laughs> I just need to win on my own terms. Okay. <clears throat> this is going to be a long episode. <laughs> yeah, we're too chatty. All right, let's get through and then we can chat after. Okay, but that was a really important story about my youth. I really, I, I mean it when I said, if there was a way that we could keep it in, I, I guess it's very anecdotal. Like if I was listening to a podcast, I would find it very charming, the story of your boat race. I'm um, this is human nonsense. Oh, yeah. But, like, 
what he's teaching is basically horoscopes. So right. I'm like not like we talked about how I'm like kind of anti divination, but even with Frenzy, who's probably a more competent teacher, I'm like mm, I'm not like here for this class as much as like. I'm still on the Hermione McGonagall train, I think. Here's the thing. It's better with him, I think. I think this way of teaching divination is more accurate. I think the whole Hermione McGonagall side is naive and kind of, like, limiting. I don't think it's naive. I think it's limiting because it's, like, naive to think that it doesn't exist. I think them being anti-Trulani makes sense because it seems to be a gift that is, like, given in her, like, in that instance. Like, to be able to see seems like a gift and not, like, a learned thing. Right. But the way he's teaching it, and in a world where the magical world exists, I believe that, like, stars and symbols would make sense. In this world, it's, like, real yeah. and like it does come to fruition I guess just me and my like stance right now I'm like mm. <laughs> and because he's basically like yeah but like you can't even really learn it yeah like, like I think he has a very honest yeah which is good this. but it's also like why are you bothering teaching it if it's basically like it can't be taught like he even says that but it but I think being able to understand the stars and the universe like is a nice skill it I, I think it would be the same thing for, like, arithmancy, like, understanding the magic of numbers and how the universe connects through numbers and all of that, like... I'd need to know more about arithmancy. I think it's, like... Love a, a sample class of that. I, we can look it up, because I don't know if... No, I just mean in this. Like, no, I but wish that's what I'm saying. I, could look, I would love to, like, see what the internet says about that, but that's how I read how arithmancy works. It's, like, the study of the magic of numbers no, like and how the universe connects through I wish numerology. just, like, we got to, like, hear Hermione, like, one time in that class. Right. Like, even if I, it was just for, like, a page. I think that loving arithmancy and not liking this Ferenz version is, like... I didn't say I loved arithmancy. No, no, no. I'm not talking uh, about oh, you. I'm for, talking about for Hermione. Hermione. <laughs> I was like, so don't come at me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, Hermione, like... But I guess she. I think that's fair. more like math based. Like I think there's more like support for that. That's what I'm assuming. But I think stars, stars. It's just as it's just as like, the magic has to be activated to make the stars mean something. The same way magic has to be activated to make the. I'm saying, like, in terms of, like, this has to be a magical universe in order for that to be real and in order for, yeah. like, the magic of numbers of arithmancy to be real. And maybe her, like, Hermione's just kind of, like, I've already, like... Not- I don't like horse. <laughs> right, so I, I don't know if she started with this class, if yeah. she would feel differently. Mm-hmm. I also think she's just, like, I don't need to do that. Right. Like, also, it sounds very close to their... Astronomy, astronomy class. class which we also don't get enough info about yeah really so in truth let's just do like a combo class there but this is clearly like a petty hiring <laughs> so it's fine oh yeah fantastic beasts mention oh the book the book yeah oh well one more thing on frenzy and stuff i think it's interesting that she is like choosing to kind of talk about Forenzy, like, foreseeing this war, like, in the same book that she's introducing, like, the prophecy for the yeah. first time. So, I, like, mm-hmm. I do like that, that it's kind of talking about all of this, you know, future stuff. She's really setting it up. Okay. I love Harry's patience with Cho in this scene. This, like, when Cho's, like, um, 
but my Patronus is so pretty. And Harry's like, well, it's not meant to be pretty. It's meant to, like, defend you. And she's like, stop being such, like, stop being a killjoy in Lavender. He has to deal with Lavender, too. I just think there's a lot of interesting moments with, like, Harry dealing with teenage girls, which I find very funny. Like, cutesy. Yeah. Um, Like... Yeah, let her be proud that she has a pretty Patronus, Harry. Yeah, they okay? are pretty. They you are like pretty. yours, like... Yeah, I, you stare at your stag all the time. All right, Mr. Mancho Man. Um, I think I had a couple notes before that, but I, like, love the mutual respect that Haggard and Frenzy have for each other. Mm-hmm. And um, just like a poor Hannah Abbott mentioned, Alex... I don't, she was I, getting so stressed out. She was the first I don't remember. One. It was just a short line. Um, all the fifth years were suffering from stress to some degree, but Hannah Abbott became the first to receive a calming draft from Madame Pomfrey after she burst into tears during her biology and sobbed that she was too stooped to take exams and wanted to leave school. Wow, that's a rough, that's a rough time for Hannah Abbott. So sorry. I'm not laughing because of that pain. Like, that's a real sadness. I would want to fail. Oh, I would want to fail the defense against the dark arts. Owl, just to like stick at Tom Bridge, but like I know it hurts them more in the long run. But yeah, I would want to her whole class to fail. Right, but I would also like not. Like, I would never do that as right. a student. But like that just gave me such anxiety. The idea that that was like the protest we all decided to do was to fail the test. I would be like, ugh. Look, I'm already bad at tests. I can't do it on purpose. <laughs> Maybe you could do, like, really well if you were, like, going into it being like, I'm just going to fail it. I'm just going to fail it. Does it matter? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that would, like, cure any, like, test anxiety. But on the Patronus, is like, poor Neville. He doesn't, like, have any happy memories. I can't think about it. That's what it's implying. I know. I have a lot of like poor blah blah blah. <laughs> like my next is poor kind of a Dobby. Sad <laughs> shop. But Dobby's free. Why does he ha- why does he punish himself for not disobeying Umbridge? If anything, it would be disobeying Dumbledore, but anyway, he's a free elf. I don't think that I makes think sense. I think it's innate. I don't think it makes sense. It makes me mad. Because he still sometimes does it like he said, like, I forget one point he's, like, bad habit. Like, to Harry, like, about some other time. Yeah, it's just, like, weird because it's, like, too similar to when he's betraying the Malfoys. It's, like, he, even when he was theirs, he still was able to warn Harry. But he, I mean, he was punishing himself. Right, that's what I'm saying. And now he is free and he's punishing himself. But he's also, like, chosen like, Dumbledore, and by extension, the school as his, like, master. Like, yes, he's free, but he's kind of, like, made that choice. And, I mean, and I'm sure she was, like, scary and was, like, Mm -hmm. don't tell anyone. I mean, not specifically him, so I'm sure that's just, like... Yeah, I guess it's... Maybe they're, like, they're having to punish themselves isn't, like, a magically learned trait. It's, like, a... 
abuse learned yeah. trait. Oh, that sucks. But I also think because Harry tells him not to, like, kind, Harry can then, like, kind of trump it. Right. Like, I think Harry's very way. smart. To yeah, do that's that. what I said. I was like, really good thinking on that end for Harry. Like, I think it's sweet and I think it's really smart of him. But also, like, this little moment's kind of foreshadowing for Creature being able mm-hmm. to, like, disobey, like, that in, yeah. the, in the near future. In the near future. Oh, Draco. That's all I have to say about that. Is Harry really the only one that they could catch? Like, how bad are they at their job, the Inquisitorial squad? I would like to believe that Harry, Draco was only going for Harry. Yeah, but there's, like, a bunch of I them. Know. I know. But I... I think they got a head start. I don't think Crab and Goyle... One, they did definitely got a head start. And two, Crab and Goyle are bad at spells. Yeah, but it's, like, Pansy and, like... Daphne. What? Flinch Fletchley or whatever. Yeah. Not Daphne. She's not mentioned. Whoever gets their you head... Said it so straight face. <laughs> Whoever gets their head in the... Um, I, it's not Fletchley. It's... Is it... Um, is it... Uh, what's his name? Some Flint? No, he's gone. Marcus Flint graduated. Yeah, no. Then it... Maybe um, it is Bletchley. Somebody yes. from the... the Bletchley team. is from Quidditch. Yeah. War- Warrington. It's Warrington. Oh. Something Warrington. Well. I think that's in, like, the next chapter. Yeah. Pansy probably is good at spells. Like, she seems like a fair student, I think. But, yeah. But they've also I been training they defensively. So maybe they're sending counter jinxes, and that's how they're escaping. I don't know. I think they're just, like, bad at it. That's fair. I just, yeah. if we, if we dig too deep, we find a flaw. Also, I just like... Also, doesn't Umbridge say later that they were able to get a few? They got all the she names. She says... Maybe yeah, she just, maybe she just asked them to... Well, because she says, like, go check the library, look for anyone out of breath, like, all of that stuff. Yeah, so it. I think maybe she was just, like... Maybe they just let them all go, but... And then they just took down who it was. I find, well, no, they just find the list. Oh, right. Um, but I don't know. I just like to think they're bad at their job. That they're just incompetent. (laughs) My next note was like, I don't have a lot of notes about this section, but I'm enthralled. (laughs) I love Papa Harry, like, worried about each of them individually. Like, Neville getting so good, Seamus' first meeting, like, all that stuff. He grows up so much in in this time when he is the DA teacher. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have a ton of notes, but I love it when Dumbledore has a plan. Me too. He's like shaking his head to big, Harry, like play along, man, play along. In full, like I'm very impressed that Harry caught on and like went with it because, you know, he's not subtle as we know. <laughs> he gets not subtle again later. <laughs> well, but for now, he's catching on. Oh. Um, Plays his part. Okay, let's talk about the Marietta in the room. Well, and just a double F you to the whole Edgecombe family right now. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck them. And people always, like, and I, people are always like, oh, it's not really her fault. Like, she is not innocent at all. Otherwise, the jinx wouldn't be on her face. Because I think if she was, like... The arts is serumed or something? Like, yeah. the jinx wouldn't work like that. And she doesn't even save herself later. She, like, Kingsley has to put a fucking spell on her. 
to take back what she says. Yeah. Which, how do you feel about that? It's a big yikes. You're very anti-memory charm. I'm anti-memory charm, but I'm so mad at Marianne. <laughs> I don't care. And we love Kingsley. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, hard to go against Kingsley, if I'm honest. But, um, I'm anti-memory charm in... Well, you in particular with the muggles. Yeah. That's when we really talked about it. Also, Marietta, like, definitely put this upon herself. Like, she's on the wrong side of history in this situation. Fudge like, has... nobody asked her to do that. That's, well, yeah. Well, one, just no tech fudge. Because he literally leaps back in a gas when he sees her face. Like, come on. She deserves it. But she knows her face looks fucked up. Like, but yeah, what prompted her after all of this time to finally come forward? I would love to know. And it better be a goddamn good reason. Because, like, the, the movie gives Cho so much credit for this. Like, well, they her, basically say she was put under the Veritaserum. Serum. Her aunt's an Azkaban. Like, even if it wasn't Veritaserum. Her aunt was an Azkaban. Or her aunt was, they were threatening to sack her aunt. Sorry. Um, oh. In the movie. Like, they give Cho, like, even if she wasn't under Veritaserum, like, Cho has, like, a reasonable explanation why, about why she would even go to Umbridge. Like, yeah. for her parents or something like that. Maybe it's her mom's in the ministry. I don't know which one it is. Yeah. It's movie lore. But... But with this... Like, they've always said that she's, like, scared of her mom finding out, but it's like, why now? I just... I really, really... Maybe her mom got to her. I don't know. I don't know, but... I think maybe, like, after Harry and Cho's bad date, she was like, well, maybe she doesn't like him anymore, so I can really fuck this (laughs) Either way, she sucks, and she deserves to have those nasty spots on her face. Mm-hmm. God, wow. Just, like, the worst. Snitches really do get stitches. Am I right? <laughs> I love that McGonagall calls out the ministry. Yeah, and she's, like, about the justice system. She's, like, interesting how the yeah. justice system works. It's, like, and then the, um, whoever says that, too. And I'm, like, literally, this is how our justice system works. Yeah. Like, it was great. It was awesome. I was like... About the Willie Wittershins yeah, business. I just love McGonagall in this so much. She doesn't get too much to say, but everything she says is... It's needed and necessary, and we love her. Right. I just love her so much. And she takes care of Harry. Yeah. Oh, she takes such good care of Harry. I just had a couple of short notes. Fuck you, Percy. Yas Kingsley. <laughs> Uh, I have some similar notes. Percy, I hate to even acknowledge you, was oh, oh, my... very funny, Minister. <laughs> I wish we had a video of that. That was so animated. I felt possessed. You you looked possessed. You look like Percy, like the ghost of Percy Weasley came into your body and made you make that awful face. <laughs> Oh, God. Percy sucks so much. Like, he's got so much shit on his face. (laughs) I love that Dumbledore is valiantly trying to rework this story. I know. He is doing his best. He's quick on his 
feet. Like, he is working this room like nobody's business. Um, and then... Umbridge gives herself away as a monster and a child abuser. Yeah. Love that. Love that she gets a firm talking to. Protective big daddy. D. Oh, that was so great. That is one and of my favorite Dumbledore things. Me too. I love that moment. He's also chilling. Like, it yeah. ch- chills me to my Kingsley. core. He knows where, where to... Where to step in. Where to step in. And Fudge even is like, all right. All right now. Calm down, lady. Um, McGonagall's a full queen was my note. I don't know to what that is in reference uh, It's to. in reference to her saying, usually when somebody shakes their head, they mean no, unless Miss Edgecombe is using a form of sign yes! as yet unknown to humans. Amazing! I just got a clap. Like, it's a such great sass. <laughs> God, I love McGonagall. Ugh. Ugh. How did Pansy even get into the room? Like, I guess because she knew what it was being used for. She could, like... Yeah. That she got that list. That sucks. See, Pansy's smart. The worst. I hate it when... She's cunning. She's, like, in the rightful house. Yeah, I mean, clearly. But, yeah. Um. I love that Umbridge gets... Oh, I already said that. That she gets a talking to. Um, then Dumbledore takes the blame. Kind of worth it for Fudge's panic. Um, fully. This, I just, I can't, this, ooh, Dumbledore's last line is just, it's the most baller move. Like, what a slap you to the face. What a, just, can we get a quote? I just need a quote. Um, when he says... Ah, said Dumbledore gently. Yes. Yes, I thought we might hit that little snag. Snag? said Fudge, his voice still vibrating with joy. I see no snag, Dumbledore. Well, said Dumbledore apologetically, I'm afraid I do. Oh, really? Well, it's just that you seem to be laboring under the delusion that I am going to... What is the phrase... Come quietly. I am afraid I am not going to come quietly at all, Cornelius. I have absolutely no intention of being sent to Azkaban. I could break out, of course, but what a waste of time, and frankly, I can think of a whole host of things I would rather be doing. This line is great. It does have a very dirty connotation, if read in a certain light. But it's a great final line. <laughs> I don't get that connotation. Are you kidding? He says the word come like three times oh. in a row. All right. I'm usually <laughs> the dirty mind over here. Um. He will not be single-handed. Yeah, but come on, McGonagall. Like, you know he's you know doing... what's up. He, he, she and Harry are on the same well, page. Well, they're both is. two Gryffindors. Yeah, they're like, like, we will all we go will down. fight for him. <laughs> and this is like Dumbledore being a little Slytherin, a little Ravenclaw, oh, and like, a little Gryffindor. He's but. very Slytherin in the way he's working this room. Yeah. He's Ravenclaw for his, like, plan, his, like, 
he, he's going through He every, has an exit strategy. Yeah, he's ready. It's just one of my favorite Dumbledore scenes. Like, this whole scene is just... Ugh. And it's not really in the movie like this. I mean, they do oh, it a not, little bit. It's not but. the same. It's not nearly as good. Um. Oh, okay. This feeling that comes back when Harry touches Dumbledore. I like, I hate that, again, I hate that J.K. Rowling makes it so Dumbledore is like kind of right. I, I don't, I think that's, and I think we need that because if he was like completely wrong, he would have nothing to like, like we would have nothing to come back to him for. Like he needs to be a little bit right. Yeah. For us, I mean, because I still want to love Dumbledore at the end of the day. So, at the end of the day. Um, but just want to go back to the time traveling Dumbledore theory. Of course, this is the theory that Dumbledore has gone back in time several times and knows what's going to happen and has planned the perfect plan. Mm-hmm. Just to bring everyone back to speed. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, you must study occlumency as hard as you can. Do you understand me? Do everything Professor Snape tells you and practice it particularly every night before sleeping so that you can close your mind to bad dreams. You will understand why soon enough. Like, he knows something's about to happen. But I also... Yes. I think that's a great, like... Like, soon enough. to your theory. But I also think it's very clear, like, in reading the mood of the world that something is happening. I guess, but he's basically like, you'll understand soon enough. Like, you'll you'll understand why I also soon think, enough. I also think Dumbledore is still knows his, like, theory about Harry and the Horcrux and... Yeah, but he has no plans of telling him. I think soon enough can be however long you All want right. it to be. So, so we're on Frenzy's timeline now. <laughs> <laughs> um... Like, I do think it is, like, a good work to your theory, but even, I'm saying even if that wasn't the case, um, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, fine. I think Dumbledore sees the end extremely near, so maybe he thinks this is the end, even though we know that there are three more books. Yeah. (laughs) Or that there's this book and two more books, but. um. Um, Fudge still underestimating Dumbledore. Phineas Nigella's. They give that line to Kingsley, and it's so funny in the movie. He's got you can't style. Die. You have to admit, Dumbledore, he's got style. Um, but before that, um, where do you think Dumbledore goes? I know. I think he's on his... Um, he's starting to collect the memories and everything for the Horcruxes. But where? Well, because he... Where does he go? What, what memories... Do you think he finds Morphin? Maybe. Or do you think he did that prior? I think, I always assumed he did that prior, but I guess he has to be doing something. Or the, the house elf, or the ministry worker, Bog, um, Bogdan or something? No, I think he's already gotten that one. That was from a long time ago. Yeah, I don't um, know. I think he's, like, tracking down leads, at least. Mm-hmm. Even if they're dead ends. Um, yeah. That's what I assume. Hmm. It's weird. I don't know. Like, I don't know what Dumbledore does to, like, prepare against Baltimore. Me either. He's just like, I'm powerful. I got my, um, elder wand. 
I'm ready. Oh boy, oh boy. That was all my notes. Yeah, mine too. Sorry, I was thinking. I'm sorry I was so silent. I was just like... We really powered through after we were getting off track. Yeah. Hogwarts, Hogwarts, Hoggy, Hoggy, Hogwarts, teach us something, please. Quiz, 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 quiz. Do you have a quiz question? I do. It might be the same as yours, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, almost gave my own away. That's why I heard you. That's why I think <laughs> it might be. Who was the portrait? Oh, no. Oh, okay. Who was the portrait that was, like, supporting McGonagall's thing? Like, the ministry did not cut deals with petty criminals in my day. No, sir, they did not. I know what you're talking about. I don't know the name. Well, it's it, with an M. No, it's okay. with an F. But it made me pause because the name is Fortescue, which... I Florian! Believe, yeah, I think they might be related. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah. What was your question? What classroom is Divination moved to? It's like a storage room on the first floor. Yeah, there's a, like, number no. associated with it. Eleven. It is. Look at you! All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. How many points did you give this chapter? 130. But I feel like I could go higher. I like this. Yeah, I forgot to rate it, but I agree oh. around that. Around those points yeah. is what I was feeling. It's a good one. Mm -hmm. It is a good I don't really love that it's... Again, I don't love that it's combined with this first friends bit. Like... That drags for me, and then I think it's brilliant at the end. Yeah. So it's hard for me to give it, like, an overall great pointing, because... Yeah. I mean, that's it's pretty quick, the mm -hmm. frenzy stuff. And then, like, the whole Hagrid, but mm -hmm. kind of just, like, brushed past that. I just think the other books, everything is just so... Each chapter is very distinct. Yeah, which I think I like that, that style of it. But anyway, yeah. I really did like this chapter. Who is your champ? Big Daddy D, but I wanted to give like a shout out to Kingsley. Mine is also Dumbledore, but I wanted to give a shout out to Magoo. Okay, fair. Magoogenheim. And then I gave my rat to the rat in the room. Marietta Edge, come. Fair. You didn't? No, I gave it to Fudge. I mean, yeah, he deserves it. But, but no, it should be Marietta. She sucks. She a rat. She a rat, but Hermione gave her hers. Yeah. Next week we'll be doing, oh god, chapter 28, <laughs> Snape's worst memory. So get ready to cry next week. <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> oh. So, um... If you're enjoying the podcast, please feel free to drop us a lovely review on the iTunes. Um, it really helps people find us, and we really appreciate it. Oh, wait. Actually, I think I have one to read. I forgot. Oh. That just reminded me. Very fun. Hoot, hoot. An owl. What's that at the door? It came to the door this time. How strange. Not the window. It's coming through the fireplace. <laughs>
Oh, yeah, there's two. Okay. The first one is Merlin's Beard by Dumbledore Time Travels. Love it. Um, it's, it is completely mind-blowing to me that I'm a year behind and listening to you guys so kindly back for reviews and you're only at 32. <laughs> I totally don't mean that in a rub it in your face or negative way. You guys are so great and I love listening to you. I've told so many people about you and I... And I know to others that are already listening. I hope you guys get to 100 because I want you guys, aka Molly, to get tattoos. Tabs, Ravenclaw. Oh, Tabs, our friend. P.S. Does it count if I write 60 more reviews? Aww. If only you could. Um, and then Darcy1567. Very magical, she says. Or they say. I love this podcast and how the hosts provide valuable thoughts in Harry Potter series. While the hosts often bicker about certain topics, cough, <laughs> Draco Malfoy, cough. They also <laughs> do a good job of listening to one another and being willing to see one another's points of view. I also love the clips from the audiobooks. I think I've read this one before. They really enhance the experience overall. I find this podcast to be a great way to remember the magic of the series. By the way, I'm a Hufflepuff. It came November 10th. We haven't recorded since then. I know, but I just... That just seems familiar. Like, I thought we read it when we read the H-Jam treat, treat one. Maybe she edited it and it comes back up. Maybe. Um, yeah, so great. Well, thank you either way. Yeah, thank you guys. Um, yeah, um, Tabs did call us out. We're only at 33 reviews. And I know there are more than 33 of you out there. Yeah. So please. Even if you don't listen on iTunes, it's like real easy to just go and pop over there. Pop in, pop a review in. Or review us on like Spotify or something. We're on there too. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, thanks for listening. Stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. Mischief managed. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum.